What's up, everyone? You're listening to The Raj Project. My name is Ivan Temelkoff, and I'm your host. On this podcast, we discuss entrepreneurship, personal development, family, tech, and marketing. And as always, it's 100% real, raw, and unfiltered. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a special guest that's joining me today on the show. Uh, He is a keynote speaker, an executive coach, best-selling author, radio and TV show host, um, Dom Fawcett has been to hell and back, and he, Dom is a military veteran and a, a former police officer with 10 years uh, corporate leadership experience. Thank you for your service, Dom. He's course, also brother. the CEO of uh, Think React Lead, and Think React Lead is a company dedicated to pushing people past their limiting beliefs by bridging the gap between their mind and heart for increased success. Good morning, Dom. How's it going? Outstanding. How you doing, bro? Good morning. Doing really good, man. So I'm very excited to have you on the podcast. And and this is actually, so I've been following you for a couple of years now, I think, on social media. And uh, uh, familiar with your story, but I never actually had a chance to have you on to talk about, and and you've done a lot of amazing things. And that's one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on. So um, let's start off real quick, you know, take us back, you know, those 10 years that I just mentioned in your, in your intro, in your bio. Right. And tell us a little bit about like what led up to Think React Lead. How, how did it all come together? You know, it, it's just a, a culmination of, I'd, I'd say, my life. Obviously, I'm prior military. I was Air Force K-9. And then I got out and I was a cop. And uh, once I, I, I left law enforcement, I, I jumped into the uh, corporate space and I spent about 14 to 15 years there. Uh, I had honestly, I, I had no plans on being an entrepreneur. Uh, I was in the corporate space and I just I didn't want to be forgotten. Like I didn't want to retire at 55 or whatever age that is in the corporate space. And I said, you know, what, let me just start doing videos. I started doing leadership videos. I figured if I did 20 years of videos, right? Then uh, about leadership, by the time I retired, I'd have a side business of some sort, be a consultant and, and be known within the space. Well, a year and a half from the time that I started doing that, uh, I had to leave. Like it, it turned into a business, not overnight, and it sure didn't feel like overnight. Uh, but it, uh, it got to a point where, okay, now I have coaching clients, right? Now I'm getting paid to speak. And this is while I was in, in my job, in my career. <clears throat> and I left. And, and, and think, think React Lead is something that I've internalized prior to, actually prior to social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's think as an executive, react like a soldier and lead. It was a, a or is a mantra that, that I've, I've used um, just as a cop or in the corporate space. Um, and it's helped me make decisions quickly and more effective, right? Because people, people tend to think, spend a lot of time thinking. And for, for me, the, the think process was like 10% of the equation. The react was 80% and then lead was 20%, you know, was the other 10%, right? Cause to me, leadership is influenced. You should just be able to do it without thinking about it. It's the reacting and, and, and that's where the, the greatness happens or the mistakes happen. And you learn from your mistakes and then you get greater every time that you do it. Uh, but most people spend too much time thinking. And I would use that for my employees as I use it for my, myself. And then I had it written on my wall in a, a, a different uh, office or apartment. And I'm looking at and I'm looking for a name of a company. And Think React Lead was just like big, bold letters. It was there. And, and, and that's, that's how that came about. And I just started, 
I started with that. My first, my book, Think React Lead, you know, it came out mm -hmm. and I did, did the podcast thing and everything, my radio show, everything is Think React Lead. So it's just, I, I built a brand around that and uh, I haven't looked, looked back at all. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you know, a couple of years ago when I started following you as, you know, I, I kind of had a brief understanding of your background, but, but never, I think, I don't think I've really ever heard the full story behind Think React Lead. And, and from what you're saying is it was just, you know, a wild idea. It was an intuition. It was right. uh, a calling of some kind that, you know, you thought, you know, let's face it. Am I going to be a cop forever? Am I going to be on the force? Probably not right? You're going to retire. And what happens when you retire? Mm -hmm. And when most people retire, I think is when they sort of have these epiphanies about the things that they wanted to do and they never yeah. did, or they never right. took initiative behind. And so, and from what I'm understanding, you know, it's think react lead is just that is you think something react on it and then lead with it exactly. so you can impact the world and, and infuse positivity and optimism into society. Right. Mm -hmm. You nailed it. You nailed it. So, um, so how long have you been doing the Think React Lead now? I, I, I left the corporate job or the corporate space July of 2017. So I am, I, I'm two, two and a half years in being full-time self-employed. Mm -hmm. uh, and So Think React Lead has been in business for about three and a half years. Um, mm -hmm. but Think React Lead has been a lifestyle probably for about 10, 10 plus. Okay. Right? And it's, it's, it really boils down to decision-making. Most people spend way too much time trying to make a decision. And if it, for your listeners, a, a way to practice, like you go to a restaurant and you look at a menu, you spend a lot of, you've been to the restaurant before, typically not the first time, you spend a lot of time looking at that menu. Nothing on there is gonna kill you. Order, move forward, right? That's, that's the easiest way to put into practice decision-making because most people just don't, they're afraid to make a decision. It's not that they, they don't or they can't or they won't, there's there's fear of the unknown and none of us know so just do and then you just react or you 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 pivot as you decided to make the journey right 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 so that's a really good point that that you mentioned that i think too many people contemplate and they don't take oh, enough yeah. action you know they contemplate because uh it's self-doubt lack of confidence uncertainty a bunch of different things and so you know, one of the things that, so you've been at it a couple of years, really. I mean, technically full on entrepreneurship, like this is your bread and butter and, right. and turning a lifestyle and, you know, call it a hobby or a wild idea mm -hmm. that you had into a full-time income. Now, what, how did you, cause I know you do a lot of speaking, right. uh, a lot of keynote speaking nowadays. Right. And I know there's a lot of people out there, you know, a lot of the listeners of this show are a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of dreamers, a lot of go-getters. Um, and you know, there's a lot of inspiration, you know, that comes out of this podcast. And so the thing that I want to know from you is how did you propel into that space with public speaking? It, it's, I, I, I started there in the corporate space. Actually, I started there when I was a cop. One mm -hmm. of the things I would do as a cop is I would go speak at the schools. Why? Because when I get called to homes for domestic violence, for rape, for murder, um, there's always kids there and mm -hmm. there, there, there was nothing better for me to build a relationship with the kids while I'm talking to them at the school, then they seem, I was comforting for them, right? And that's why I, why I started talking in, in schools. And I was in my 20s, but uh, in the corporate space, people don't like to speak in front of an audience. And you'd be, I'd be part of a team and we would have projects that would need to be completed. And my teammates would just say, hey, Dom, look, if you 
you don't have to do anything. If, if you just deliver the product when we're finished, like you talk to the teams, we'll do all the work. I was like, done. You don't have to tell. So I don't have to work for like basically two months. <laughs> and at the end, I get to talk for an hour. I'm yeah. good. I'm, I'm in there. And I noticed that when I would do that, like I got the promotions because the person that speaks is the one that gets seen. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones that look like they have the credibility. Fortunately, I had the credibility, but it was uh, a moment where somebody gave me a close to a thousand bucks. And this is before I knew speakers got paid to speak. And he said, Hey, Dom, I got to go to Texas. Can you go speak at this conference for me? I'm like, Conference? I, I, all right. <laughs> Only thing I knew about conferences was parent teacher conferences. That was it. Right. Yeah, you know, I looked at the money. I'm like, and I'm thinking, okay, how much did you, if you're giving me $1,000, how much did you get paid? And he's like, I, mean, I, I got paid 2,500 bucks. I'm like, okay, this is a situation. So I, I legit looked into speaking. And at the time it was like a $7 billion industry. And this was mm-hmm. like four years ago. And I said to myself, you know what? I want to do this. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but if all I got to do yeah. is find an audience and I'm going to get paid and I'm going to talk about whatever I want to talk. That's how ignorant I, I was. Whatever sure. I want to talk about. Um, yeah. And I just started researching certifications and I was like, okay, it's speaking. Nobody needs a certification to speak. Um, but I, then I realized people need to know that I speak. So at the company that I was at, I would do a lot of their, their, uh, I offered a leadership class. So once Mm -hmm. a month I would do a leadership class for a couple hundred people to show up, you know, I mean, 30, 40, 50 people would show up and I bought a video camera and I recorded all the content. I was like, I don't know where I'm going to post it, how I'm going to post it. But I need to have proof that this is what I do. And I would just think of LinkedIn, right? Uh, so I would get the content and and this is my first camera and I would uh, upload it on YouTube and uh, people would see me, oh, Dom, you know, you're, you're a leadership speaker. I was like, I guess. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. So why not? And then uh, right. somebody reached out to me and said, Dom, let me explain something to you. Like, he's like, I make 150 grand a year speaking. So I'm thinking if I have my my six-figure salary for my corporate job and i can make that amount of money now he didn't tell me all the work that went into getting there but in my ignorant mind i'm like i can make like 300 grand that's how ignorant i that's how naive i was and i said uh yeah done so i started my instagram i started my facebook um then i i just i just went all in and then i found out this thing about branding yeah then i i i I branded like my brand on social media is sick um but because it's consistent and it's crisp it's very clean and I just, I just took off from there. Yeah, then it got to, I, I had the book. I'm like, okay, all speakers have a book. Get a book. All speakers have a podcast. I did a podcast. Hated it. Stopped the podcast. Uh, then I got a radio show after I left the corporate space, right? And I'm always reinventing myself. I'm like, okay, last year before last, I didn't, I was known, but how do I take it to the next level as a speaker and a coach, right? Radio show, right? Next TV show. So my, my new radio show launches February this year, 2020. TV show launches. So it's always reinventing yourself, but that's, that's, that's how I got in. Now yeah. for, for your audience members listening, if you're not willing to, I'm in Arizona. If somebody calls you up on a Monday to speak at a conference on a Saturday and it's not paid and the speaking time is only 20 minutes, would you, would you fly? Would you pay this four or 500 bucks just to fly from Arizona or California to New York just to speak on stage for 20 minutes? and you're not getting paid, most people won't. I did that right. for about the first year or two. I, yeah, I didn't get paid, but then I learned how to sell from stage, right? Now I teach my clients how to sell from stage and, and how to position themselves. But I, I knew the power of video and I knew the power of stage. 
Because whoever's on stage and has the mic, no matter their experience, they're seen as a subject matter expert. They have the authority. Right. No. Um, so you mentioned a lot of great things that um, I think personally I didn't know for a long time. Is that and the first thing is that I think a lot of people don't understand that um, when you speak, uh, especially in this digital world, is that people pay attention. Now, how much they pay attention has to has a lot to do with the contextual value of what you yeah. provide. And this is where the public speaking ultimately comes into play. Is this that? when you think about it is is for for you know years and years and hundreds and hundreds of years is that education has always been at the forefront so ultimately right. public speaking provides just that yeah. education to an audience and in modern day and age a lot of people don't realize that you can actually get paid for this and what's really actually interesting about this is that so uh, social media, which is a really essential component for really anyone, you don't even have to have a business and you're on social right. media, right? But people don't understand that the value, so the post that you see on social media is value that other people are sharing. Now, it's only a matter of how, how the context and how valuable that is because mm -hmm. there's also a lot of people that just vent on social media. That's Very not true. value. No. <laughs> you know, value is something that helps you solve a problem that gives you some kind of a solution to something. Mm -hmm. And it's actually been a reminder to me because I'm really big into social video. And now even with the podcast in 2020, doing it in video format and distributing and people, you know, don't quite understand. And sometimes I have to remind them that you got to understand having guests like you on the show is value it gives perspective in things and that perspective is going to be applicable to a lot of different people right um uh in in the way that it applies not only to their business but also in uh their life as well right. and i think a lot of people don't quite rationalize that because they you know the social world is just so noisy that it's it's becoming harder and harder by the day to separate yourself from the rest of the herd so which brings me to kind of the next thing I wanted to ask you is, so, you know, you've been doing this for a couple of years. I think you just mentioned that you tried to, you're working with people to help teach them how to sell from stage. Right. Now, uh, how do you, how do you separate yourself in doing that? Like what's your kind of tactical approach behind, you know, teaching people that, Hey, you don't just get up there on stage and talk for an hour or whatever, 30 minutes, but how do you go about teaching people, you know, like how to tactically promote a product or a service on stage. One of my rules of thumb as it relates to any stage interaction, right, is uh, body language, right? And then you have to make them smile, laugh, and think. I, I used to say make your audience smile, laugh, think, and cry. And the, the, the thing I did when I first started speaking was I have a lot of dark stories because of my background. And they would be so, I didn't realize that most people don't have my life experience, right? My, my circle of associates do because we have the same background. And I would just go way too deep, way too dark. And I, I got pull, pulled aside by Sharon Lecter um, and Frank Shankowitz on the same day at the same conference, two different interactions. And they both were like, Dom, too dark, way too dark. So I, I removed the cry. So I make them smile, laugh, think, and cry. And Initially, and this is a, a, a tip that I think any speaker would need to use. When you are introduced on stage, for example, welcome to the stage, Dom Fawcett. Dom Fawcett comes on the stage. The mistake most speakers make is they say, hi, everybody. I'm Dom Fawcett, executive coach and leadership speaker. You don't need to say that. Speak, go so hard that they Google you, which they're not going to Google you nowadays, but they will Instagram you. 
So there's a couple different things that, that a person would want to do is you, you, you want your Instagram to be clutch, right? I'm an Instagram coach. I coach my clients on how to grow their Instagram, but more importantly, how to look at it because when you go to an event to speak, nobody's heard of you. Nobody's heard of me for the most part. Right. And, and people are dumb and they're going to go to Instagram, Dom Fawcett. What's the first thing people look at when you look at a person's follow, uh, a person's page, you go straight to the numbers. They're following. Right. You're like, Oh, cool. You skip the bio. Cause nobody likes to read. And then you scroll up once, twice, maybe three times to see the pictures. Right. I do a video. Right. Your pictures got to be nice. Everything's got to be crisp. Another conversation, another day. Yeah, now on stage, when you're the speaker, don't hang out in the green room, right? You want to interact with the, with the audience and you want to start to get to know some names of the people that are coming into the door. So the event starts at nine, probably want to be there about eight o'clock. So as people start coming in and this might not be your event, nine times out of 10 is right. not your event. But when they start coming in, you're the first face they see past the billboards and the, and the step repeats. Yeah, you're the first physical celebrity face, if you will, that they see. And then you shake hands and you talk and then you remember their name. So audience of 100, 1,000, 10,000, when you get on stage, right, one of the things that you do towards like somewhere in the conversations, you know what, I was talking to Jennifer uh, right before this event started. And one of the things that I learned, right, it shows a slight humility. It shows that you learn something from somebody else and you're, you're a person like them, but you're just, you've kind of risen to the top, right? It, 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 makes you, it makes you normal, right? And then when it comes to selling from stage, it's really not selling. It's bringing up points like client stories, client testimonials without calling them client stories. And the, one of the ways that works is, um, is, is very conversational. The other day I was talking to one of my clients uh, in New Jersey and uh, wonderful CEO. He's got great kids. His family is is, is great. And while they were on vacation, he gave me a call, right? Mm -hmm. I just painted a picture that he's, he's successful. I mentioned family, I mentioned CEO and I mentioned vacation. I just, and, and now without me saying it, I've told my audience that I talk to successful people, that successful people hire me to coach them without me saying that I painted that picture. And one of the things that he said was that being on vacation allows him to be free and da da da. Right. And I bring that up. And, I, and then I'll, I'll ask a question. When is the next time you're going to go on vacation? And when you go, what are you going to do to grow your side hustle? What are you going to do to implement confidence in your life? I just painted a mural for them without me boasting and saying that, yeah, I'm a coach. I'm a coach. I'm an executive coach. I don't have to say that. It's how you tell the story. And the best place to go to, to see how that's done in a very quick um, example is um, stand-up comedy. Right. Like I stand, I study stand-up comedians because when you go to a comedy show, you sit down and you say to yourself, you, you can't make me laugh. So now this guy who has a job has to stand up there in less than a minute, make you laugh. And you said, you're not going to laugh. Yeah. But how does he listen to how he does it? Range of motion with his arms, his body language, his heightened and his, his, his lowering of his voice, right? His deprivating conversations. And that's, that's how I train people to, to speak on say you, you want to get people to, to, to laugh, to like you show emotion. Right. And that's, that's just a start, but it takes practice. So you mentioned a few of very uh, good points that are, uh, I wanted to touch upon is you talked about storytelling 
And I think what a lot of people don't understand is um, because, so a couple of things is uh, the storytelling is important because it creates emotion and people buy based on emotion, but it also creates relation to people's yeah. lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and you were actually talking about, I, I almost lost my train of thought when you were talking about stand up comedy because uh, I watched uh, Dave Chappelle's Netflix special and I about fucking died, literally. I about fucking died because it was it was genius. And I was listening to another podcast, actually, um, of another CEO that's huge in the comedy. And he was talking about it, too. And kind of goes to your point is this that, that you study stand-up comedians. Well, it, in that particular special, Dave Chappelle was actually being offensive towards the audience. Right. And they didn't even know it because he was straight up degrading the fucking audience by telling them how bad society is and how much society needs to change. And people are going, ah, ha, 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 just laughing, just like bursting out. And I'm sitting here and I watched it the first time and I thought it was hilarious because it was very dark type of sarcastic type of comedy. But then when I got that additional perspective of extrapolating the message and the story behind the standup, I'm like, this is fucking genius. Like the way he's telling the story. And this is why, you know, Chappelle doesn't really do uh, many standups anymore is because, well, in part, the guy's kind of burnt out on it. But secondly is that, I think it's kind of furious with what's going on in society. But so I wanted to touch upon that because you talked about how you study stand-up comedians mm-hmm. uh, in their body language, because let's face it, body language, you know, verbal and nonverbal language is essential to create to the way we create impressions True. upon others. And I think that public speaking, the reason I wanted you to talk about this is because I think there's a lot of people, including myself for a long time, had a misconception of what public speaking was. Right. I think it's mainly because, maybe because public speaking has taken sort of a shift. It has gone from very corporate style to a much more casual type that has to do with storytelling, that has to do with expression, body language. And I'm a guy that waves his hands around all the time, you know, and you were talking about that is, you know, like, like portraying a clear scenario of the the message that you're trying to share across, right? right? So that's really cool that you've been doing this. So, I mean, these days, is that kind of the vast majority of what you do is just public speaking? No, it's uh, public speaking I, I use to position myself, to have some authority position, to be the obvious choice as a coach, right? Um, most of my time is spent at home coaching um, I, well, I want to say most, but I, as of late, I have traveled a lot. Like I'll be in San Diego tomorrow. Um, I was just speaking in Tempe the other day and it's, it's one of those things that no matter what business you're in, when you can do the things, I think everybody should speak, but when you can do the things that most of society is afraid of doing, then you're just going to win. Most, most coaches won't speak on stage. Mo- I don't care if you sell sneakers. I don't care if you're a week into real estate. If you're in real estate and you, you've been doing it for a month and you get invited to speak at a conference and there's a thousand people there and all of them have more experience than you, they won't know because you're the one that's been asked to speak on, on stage. So I, I use speaking as a, a stream of, of income. and it's, it's done well for me. Um, but it's also my, my way to connect to audiences because everybody likes to speak like this. They like to speak on the cameras and that's easy. I mean, there's, there's a lot of competition there. So I'm not going to, I mean, I do videos often, but there's not a lot of competition in the speaker space because, um, 
people are just afraid to do it or they most speakers suck they're just horrible at it and if if you have a story you know how to tell and this is a side note for anybody who wants to be a speaker and you have a story um one start doing videos your your first 50 to 100 videos on social media should not be your dark i got raped i, I you know i lost my mom um for you know for me i i you know, I was suicidal, I was homicidal, I'm an ex-cop, you know, I've heard a lot of people. Like, don't start your, your social media video journey with that. You wanna start with educating your audience because when you educate your audience, you're providing them insight or information that they don't currently have. When you provide your audience insight and information that they don't currently have, they're going to just pump you up as a subject matter expert. Now, and then after you've done your 50 to 100 videos of educating, yeah, then and highlighting some positive things in your life, right? Then you say, hey, today I want to talk about something that, you know, I, I talk about a divorce that I went through, right? Mm -hmm. Today I want to talk about you know, some of my childhood struggles. And, but most people do it the other way around. And then they wonder why their message gets, gets lost. Yeah. Well, you're right, actually, in my mind, because I was about to literally ask you about some tips on, you know, if anyone in 2020, you know, wants to become a speaker, uh, and and looks at that as whether it's just a stream of income or making making it even a, a permanent thing for them as you know what are some things you know that they should consider it was really interesting what you said about social videos because uh, I'm over a hundred videos in personally and just collectively that I've done YouTube just social uh, all together that didn't happen and, overnight did it just, no so somebody knows like it's a lot of work yeah. to do a hundred videos it it really <laughs> is it really is and uh, well, ironically enough, it's, it's very time consuming yeah. and people don't understand that it's like, you know what, I, I can't just pull out shit out of my ass to talk about it. You actually have to have something creative uh, on your mind to say, like right. you said, that is of value to the audience and you're not just storytelling because a lot of people love me for the storytelling, but you know, they're like, okay, where's like really the value? And so to the point, because there is value, but what you just said is, is I think, very important and, and something that anyone listening to this episode needs to take note of is just that lead with the value right. um, in teaching people how to do things. Like, uh, I actually had an old boss of mine that was like, I was just talking to recently. He's like, well, you should do, you know, something on, you know, how to start a podcast or how to optimize your podcast type of thing. I'm like, well, the Internet's like full of that shit. You know, like everybody's like, in fact, I think over 60% of Americans know what a podcast is right. and like close to 70% of Americans listen to podcasts because it's all about on demand. That's just the yeah. day and age that we live in is that exactly. now, now, now. Yeah. Like it's now, 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 now. But I think what I heard you say is that people will pay attention if you lead with the value and then pair it with the storytelling that kind of creates the companionship of okay, here's the value. I taught you how to do something. Oh, and by the way, here's how it relates to me from a personal level, correct? Right. And if, if somebody's never done a video, I want to um, implore you to do this, is that I want you to use Instagram and I don't want you to use IGTV. The, the, the easiest way, I'm looking for my post-it note, but let's just go with my phone. Your phone has a camera on it. Can you take a post-it note and you just put it here. Right, right under the camera. People always say, like, I don't want to talk about. Pick up a book for literally 30 seconds, look, up, look at three phrases on there, and plug them on your phone, right? 
and then you just write them on, write them on the sticky note. And the reason why I say the sticky note is because a lot of people are uncomfortable looking at themselves. So the sticky note, put it right under the camera. Now, guess what? You don't see yourself. Right. Right. And, and you look at your, your, your content and the way, and it's a 60 second video, the way you start your video, this is how I do mine. Welcome to Think React Lead. My name is Dom Fawcett, executive coach and leadership speaker. And the reason why you do that is because you're welcoming, welcoming them to your company, right? It doesn't have to be your Instagram name. My Instagram name is Dom Fawcett. Um, and then I say, my name is Dom Fawcett. So I'm letting them know who I am, your executive coach and leadership speaker. So now I'm letting them know what I do. I was in Texas one time at a race for Ducatis and this guy from Mexico, we both ride Ducatis. He followed me. I didn't know that on Instagram, but he runs mm -hmm. up to me. He's like, hey, you're Don Fawcett, executive coach, leadership speaker, think React Lead. Right? And I was about 200 videos in. Yeah, but that's why that works. So you start your video. Hey, welcome to Think React Lead. My name is Don Fawcett, executive coach and leadership speaker. Today, we're going to talk about three points that I think will be very beneficial to you and your leadership journey. Number one always do this. Number two, never do this. Number three, try to get a friend to do this. Again, my name is Dom Fawcett, executive coach and leadership speaker. You guys have a wonderful day. Yeah, that's a 45 to 60 second video. You take it, don't edit it, throw it on your Instagram and you go on about your business. You don't have to edit it, just throw it right there. And the benefit of doing that is you're going to get asked to be, to do podcasts. You're going to get asked to do news interviews. I've been on Fox, CBS, NBC, yeah. uh, other radio shows. And when you go to these major media, media outlets and you go in the, in, in the room and they call you to the uh, stage, they're not friendly. They heard you in like cows or like cattle sit down. They don't know who you are. And they'll say, and, and then you'll see five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome to Fox News. My name is Tammy Olivia. Da, 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 da. Don Fawcett, thanks for coming in. And they go, it's three minutes, yeah. you're gone, right? But because you've done so many videos, as though you're already on Fox and CBS, yeah. Fox and CBS, they go there to look to see how you're going to show up on camera. And because it's live, the same pre-recorded stuff. And, and then you don't, 60 seconds, you spend four seconds in the beginning, four seconds in the end, five seconds maybe talking about, or six seconds talking about what you do. That's like 15 seconds already. Now all you gotta do is spend 30 seconds on a topic. So now you don't have to spend a lot of time overthinking ideas. And that's yeah. gonna help your, cause your audience, then they won't even listen to the 60 seconds if you suck, but you wanna be very quick. And now yeah. you don't have time to mess up and you don't have time to spend a lot of time on a story. And all you have time to do is inform them on who you are, inform them on what you do, inform them on the name of your company, inform them on, a, a, uh, a pain point and an outcome and you're out. Do that a hundred times. You'll build yeah. your audience. So that, that was literally a powerhouse of info that you just dropped there because the biggest thing really is, is that I can 100% wholeheartedly agree with what you said that video is just where you need to be. You know, it's, they say an image is worth a thousand words and video is worth a million. It right. just creates a much more interactive environment in a face-to-face -face interaction with your audience, right? Like we are right now. Now, the one thing that you mentioned is I think where a lot of people struggle with is the lack of self-confidence to get on video because they're worried about judgment. They worry about, you know, am I saying the right thing? You know, does my hair look good? You know, is the lighting okay? You know, like, do I have something in my nose? You know, like right. people just, too worried about stupid shit and as opposed to just get on camera 
share your message, be assertive about it, be concise, and then that's going to help you ultimately build up that momentum that'll, like, because that's ultimately what you did that led you up to Fox and CBS and all these major networks. And like you said, is when you get there, they do five, four, three, two, one. It's, it's fucking go time. You, you right. get on, it's like boom, 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 boom. You know, they don't, because they've already consumed so much of your content on social. They've gotten a good understanding of who you are as a person, right? Your, your entire approach, your charisma also. And now they just want you to spew what you just did, but doing it in a much more concise fashion. So, you know, it's really interesting that all the things that you just mentioned, because personally, one of the things that I think I want to focus on in 2020 is to do some public speaking because I, not only that I've had interest in it, but there's also a lot of people that have been like, you know what, you, you're really good, but it's right. just fine tuning that approach. And I think that's, it's finding that, that formula, which yeah. I think you have is the right formula that's going to equate to the right result to be able to get on stage. And I think the biggest thing that I, I heard you say is that you're probably going to be 200 videos in before you ever show up anywhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like legit. I mean, I have 3,400 posts on my Instagram. I've been on Instagram for four years, right? Uh, 2018, I posted 735 times. If you have less than a thousand followers, um, if I were you, I'd post three, three times a day. Yeah. And it's going to be a, a picture, a video, a picture, right? And if you need an example of what that looks like, just go to my Instagram at, at Dom Fawcett because it's, and do the, I don't share anybody. I do not share content that my face isn't on on okay. any of my social media platforms, Z zero. Unless now, if it's for a client, now that I've established myself, if, it's, yeah. if I have a client, like one of my clients just got a TED talk, right? He's an officer, a Naval officer, and he's got a, a TED talk. I'm stoked about that, I'll probably share it this week, right? But if you don't have clients like that, don't, don't share Gary V, don't share Les Brown, don't share John Maxwell. They, they right. have a marketing team that shares them. Yeah, you need to know you. Somebody might see your post might show up in somebody's feed once in a year. You need that feed to be yours. So all of my quotes have my image attached to the quote. Every outside of my wife's birthday that just passed, I have her, but she's, I, everything is Don Fawcett. So I, I need your audience to understand like, this is not the year for humility, bro. Like this is the year that, that you get some command presence, get some, 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 some nads about yourself, and then you, you focus on you and you build your brand. I don't care if you're a gas station attendant, a CEO, or whatever. Like, you need to have a brand. You, people need to know your face. Because when you go to an event, they may not remember what you said, but they remember how you said it and they remember what you look like. Yeah. You, you have to build that up. Stop posting other people's stuff. And if you're going to be there, be there. So post every day until That's you see that's an excellent advice there. And I'll get behind that any day because you post, you post all the time. Well, I mean, what you just said is really kind of proves. And, and I've, I tell, I'll tell this to people too. Is like, I don't care that you're on social media. I don't care that you're a social media marketer. I don't care. They've been doing marketing for a whole long. What I care about and what's going to have merit is what you said is this, the frequency. It's yeah. basically, I mean, Gary says the execution, right? Yeah. Is also, your execution has been flawless because you found out a formula that has helped you over four years build momentum behind a personal brand that has resulted in you doing public speaking. 
Right. And that is a formula that you teach to other people right. on how to do it because it works for you. And it's so ironic, actually, because I've had three or four people recently that I've had that conversation. I literally said what to them, what you just said. I don't care if you're on Instagram or how long you've been on Instagram. What matters is how you post, what you post. And you said, you know, don't repost shit from other people. You know, post your own stuff, your face, and do picture, video, picture, picture, video, picture. And the biggest thing is the consistency because the consistency builds that trust. So picture, video, picture, can you do it for seven days a week? Yeah. Most people can't even do it for one day, let alone seven days. Bro, I tell people this all the time. Like, I post at stoplights. We all go to the bathroom at least once a day. You post there. People do this thing. Well, what time should I post? When you take a dump. What time should I post? When you're waiting to pick up your, when you're in McDonald's, which you shouldn't be, but you're in there and there's a 10 minute line, right? When you're in line at the grocery store, yeah, just pick a picture and post it, a video. Right. If you're struggling, if you, if you can't, to the person that says they have a message, they want to give it to the world. If you can't do, just do this, hey, just pull out your phone, boom, and you want to go horizontal. Hey, welcome to Think Red Lead, Don Fawcett, Executive Coach, Leadership Speaker. I am here in Sprouts. Do you guys know what a kumquat is? I have no clue, but this is, it's a mini orange, I guess. Um, I'm going to buy some, try them out, and I guess I'll post the rest of it on my story. Is this, is this video doing anything for you? No, it's not, but I just wanted to share it with you. Boom, done and done, right? Now, are all your videos going to be about kumquats? No, unless you're like a horticulturalist and you're a farmer <laughs> and you make money doing that. Yeah, but it's right. people say they can't. But literally, people ask, Dom, how much time do you spend on social media? Uh, I was like, I, I, I post and go. I probably spend 10 minutes. But check this out. I don't look at social media until noon. Mm -hmm. I don't look at my comments. Yeah. I don't need my comments to validate me. Now, did I always feel that way? No. We all get validated by comments, right? I love yeah. looking at, like, my audience loves me. And for those of you thinking that somebody's going to hate on you, in my all my videos, like, all of my posts, I've only had... Two times I was hated on. Some Yahoo on YouTube said, uh, you're an ex-cop, but you're not wearing your seatbelt. All right, cool. And apparently, <laughs> apparently you're not allowed to take your dog into Target. And I took a cute picture of my dog in a Target grocery cart. And like two people flipped their lid on his own Instagram page. But, but yeah. that's his page. I've had one person talk about me in four years of social media. So yeah. whatever you're telling yourself, just deliver your, your message. Just get the practice of it. Yeah. You, you made a very good point about the haters and, and I wanted to latch on that is this that it has taken me. So you talked about the validation and I think we seek validation as human yeah. beings because it, it, it creates acceptance and as a human being to some, to some part, we like to be accepted by other people. Right. But when you get that hatred in social media, we've all gotten it. I actually have realized that even if you're getting hatred and then someone flips their lid on social media about it, is it's still exposure for you. It is yeah. exposure. <laughs> <laughs> I love when people give me a diverse perspective. Cool, great. It's another comment. Reply yep. to it, not emotionally, but but add to the algorithm. Right. It's, it's, right. it's exposure. Yeah, Remarkable. absolutely. Absolutely, Dom. Um, you know, we, this could probably go endlessly because I, I always enjoy these convos. But, you know, in closing, let's just tell people, you know, if they want to connect with you, what's the best way to connect with you out there on the social space? Yeah. Dom Fawcett on Instagram. My Facebook is Think React Lead because my personal page is, is, is stacked. YouTube is Think React Lead. Um, and if you text 602-481-0650, that's my number. If you just text, send it. 
I will send you uh, some social media tips. So just text me 602-481-0650 in the comment, send it, and I'll, I'll send you some information about that. Awesome. Uh, I got to make sure and caption that um, so people can uh, get on that. Dom, uh, absolute pleasure, man. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was an absolute pleasure. And thank you for all the knowledge bombs you dropped. Yeah, man. It was fun. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that.